You're listening to the Basic to Bold podcast. I'm Jen Bjarnson. As an RTT hypnotherapist, I talk about how to be happy, how to find our purpose, and how to stop the negative voices in our head that we all struggle with. Join me as we deep dive into creating a life that you love. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited to talk to you. I know I took a little bit of a break, um, so I'm excited to be back. And I wanted to talk to you today about handling change and how our change and handling and the ability to handle change is directly related to how happy we are, to our joy in life. All right, so it is not a shocker. I've talked many, many times about how I dealt with depression, anxiety, um, ADHD. I mean, all the stuff that is, we've talked about that. And I wanted to relate this to so many times I wanted to have a good life. I wanted to be excited about life. I wanted, wanted to enjoy life. And I would see people who are genuinely happy. And I would think, how are you doing this? Like, are they lying? Do they just come out in public and they're like, oh my gosh, we're so happy. But then they go back home and they're like, I hate life. Is that what everybody's doing? Because that seems exhausting. Like, I just, I have a hard time believing that that's what people were doing, but I truly couldn't figure out how people were genuinely happy. And one of the things I really believe is I, I struggle, I struggle with feeling happiness and we can go down that rabbit hole as to why, but one of the things that really shifted in my head is when I started understanding this concept that our happiness is directed to how well we handle change. And the first thing that I noticed is I I wanted to understand this theory. I wanted to understand how this worked, but it was a really hard concept to understand because everything made me anxious. Everything freaked me out. I mean, I had anxiety for crying out loud. I'd, I think I had every form of anxiety that there was. And so this idea that I was just going to handle change and be happy, I thought, well, yeah, if I don't go anywhere or do anything, but I have a family, I have a life, I'm doing all these things. Like I can't just shut off my life and then like not have any responsibility. That's not how this works. And so I really started to dive in to understand um, how how I could shift my happiness and how I could how I could find more joy, find more joy, find more peace, find actual happiness in this life because I saw other people doing it. And so I thought, okay, if other people are doing it and they're not lying about it, then can I do it? Is that is that possible? Okay, so the way that I started is, um, I don't think these are really in any specific order, but these are the things that I really noticed started to shift my mindset. So one of the biggest things is I became very indifferent to other people's opinions. Now for the idea that I'm just walking around going, I don't care about anybody's opinions. I don't care what people think of me. That's not a thing, but I have a very small circle of people that I actually care about their opinion. And the majority of other people, I'll be really honest, it doesn't really affect me all that much. So if you're not in that small circle of people that I know care about me, love me, and have their the 
their best interest or they have my best interest for me that that they would never say anything to hurt me unless it was needed and i believe that and i trust that you if you're not in that circle then it it's really really <laughs> very very rarely do i listen now sometimes things come up and then that is very much a, a trigger uh, an experience that I'm like, okay, well, I'm clearly worried about somebody else's opinion on this matter. So I need to work on that. I I have something going on and I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. We can, if, other, if anybody's interested, we can go down that rabbit hole of how I do it. But that is basically where I wanted to start. This is becoming indifferent with other people's opinions, create a small group create a small group of people that you trust and then everybody else who cares who cares what they think and here's why that's so important because you have a very unique set of skills you are a person you were brought onto this earth to do something to be a person to be somebody something to do things and it is very very likely that you as a person are going to have different effects on everybody else. So some people may think you have it all together and that you're amazing and that, oh my word, they are just dying to be like you. That's great. Then you're going to have other people who are like, you're very average. You're a very average person. Then you're going to have other people who are like, you are a train wreck. I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I have had people who look at me in all different areas. I've had people tell me, you're amazing you're awesome. I want to be like you. And I'm, I'm looking at, I'm going, Oh God, that's nice, but that's not a thing. And then I've had other people who treat me just very average, very normal. I'm not anything special. I'm not, and I'm average. And then other people I know have looked at me like, Oh my word for the love, get it together. You are a train wreck. And here's the point. If I thought of everybody's opinions about me and judged myself, which one's accurate? Am I amazing? Am I just so amazing that I like everybody should aspire to be me? Am I so average that I'm just like everybody else? Or am I a train wreck? The truth is I'm all those things. I, I do have amazing things that I'm great at. I am a very average person. I'm, I'm not, I'm not special in a lot of things. And I am a train wreck quite frequently. And the reality is, is it only matters how I view myself. And I know this is a very primary, very kindergarten, elementary type answer of like, love yourself. I get that. But it's so true because whose opinion are you going to listen to? Are we listening to the person who just thinks we're amazing? Because if that's true, then are we still listening to the person who thinks I'm a train wreck? Because I'm not always a train wreck. Are there times? 100%. But at the same time, so are they. There are times other people, the same person that looks at me like I'm a train wreck, I guarantee you they have been a train wreck. So who's right? So when you stop looking at what other people are thinking about you and become indifferent to their opinions, that's when you can start letting go of these expectations. So one of the things that really helped me to do that is to understand my rules. I like to call them rules. 
I, you can call them your needs, your wants. I like to call them rules just because these are non-negotiables. So one of the non-negotiables for myself is I need a lot of alone time. I am a person who needs systems. I am a person who needs order. I need a good amount of that. Now I have gained the skill set to handle chaos and I can handle it better, but I don't like it. Not only do I not like it, you put me in chaos long enough and I will start to go downhill. And that's because it's it's not it's not who I am as a person to handle it well. The thing is though, there are tons of people out there who handle chaos so well. Like it is it is a very unique skill set that they come into chaos and they just do 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 do, do and they fix it beautifully. And honestly, I watch those people in awe and amazement. And I'm just like, you're amazing. That's amazing. So to say who's right and to say who's wrong, if you have somebody like me who doesn't really like chaos, but you have other people who really love chaos and thrive in it, it's so easy for a person like me to try and shame those other people because they look chaotic. Calm down, plan better, do this, do that, do it this way. But then you have other people on that side to look at this person like me and they're like, oh, God, relax. Not everything has to be in order. Not everything has to be a system. And the reality is we're both right. So this shaming, this guilting, this trying to get the other person to relax or trying to get the other person to be more systematized. Why? It doesn't matter. We all have an amazing skill set that we all can absolutely help and be a functioning adult in this world. All right. So that is the first part. Know your rules. Understand that become indifferent to other people's opinions about those rules. If that's what you need, then do it. Stop listening to other people's opinions about it. Because the reality is those people, they are equally a train wreck. They're equally average and they're equally amazing in other things. Nobody has, has it made. I don't care who they are. I genuinely don't care who they are. They do not have everything figured out. You know, one thing that blew my mind is I was really learning um, about energy and energy healing. And so a lot of people like to reference like Einstein and um, all of these, uh, a lot of scientists. And so as I was learning about this, I started learning about Albert Einstein, who he was as a person. And I didn't go totally in depth, but I, when I learned this about him, I was genuinely fascinated. So as we learn about Albert Einstein, we learn about how great his mind was and how brilliant he was and what he did, all of the research and all this and all that. Right. And so if you were to, if I were to ask you about Albert Einstein, um, who he was, on a, on a scale of one to 10, like, like, what would you give him? Right. Most people would be like, oh my gosh, he, he changed the world. He changed science. He, all of this stuff. Like he's a 10. The thing that I found so fascinating is if you looked at him as a human being, as a father, as a husband, he was a train wreck. The amount of women that he, like, I can't remember if he, I, cause I don't, I don't, Poor, poor Albert, I don't want to, you know, blame him for anything. But 
I remember learning about just this huge list of women that he would dump and leave and cheat on. And, and then I learned his own children hated him because he just left them to go do science. And so as a scientist, he's amazing, right? As a scientist, he's this amazing person. But as a father, as a husband, he had some work to do. And that's all of us. The whole point is, what do we want our lives to look like? What what do you want it to look like? Because if you go ask all these other people, they're going to tell you the right way to do something. They're going to tell you what it looks like, which just kind of brings me to my next point. If you're indifferent to other people's opinion, now you can start looking at it, at what do you want it to look like? When change comes, when hap- when things happen to come upon you, how do you want to handle it? Because I don't know about you, but a good majority of my life, when I would have these things happen to me, and I know now life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us. But when I felt like things were happening to me, I would sit there and I go, I can't handle one more thing. Like, what am I going to do? And I realized when I finally understood, it wasn't that I didn't know how to handle it. It's that I thought I was handling it wrong. It's that I was putting everybody else's opinions and everybody else's decisions on how they would handle it or how they would look at me. I was handling it and then they would judge me. And so if I did something, it wasn't that I was didn't know how to handle it. It's not that I didn't know what I wanted to do. Actually, that is kind of true. I didn't. There was a good portion of my life. I had no idea what I wanted to do, but that's for another story. But I had a vague idea. But I couldn't even figure out what I wanted because I was so worried about what other, what I thought other people wanted me to do. Hi, my name is Jen. I'm a recovering people pleaser, if you haven't caught on to that. And so this idea that when, you know, the idea that um, being a responsible adult is just being an adult able to respond. That's all it is situation happens, you're able to respond. But if you're second guessing yourself all the time about what is my aunt going to think? What is my mom going to think? What is my friend going to think? What is my professor going to think? What is this person going to think? What's my neighbor going to think? Oh, they're going to have a comment. So you're second guessing yourself all day long on every decision you make. You're absolutely exhausted. The idea that you're just going to be this functioning human being with everybody else's voice in your head not a thing. It's not rational. So you got to kick them out. You got to calm your brain. And what is it that you want? How do you want to respond to it? And if you don't know, great. That's where you start. You start by figuring out what you want, what you need and what you want. All right. The other thing that is a part of this is if you are a person who's very overly anxious, like I was, like your fight or flight is going off the rails. And I mean, off the rails, mine was, so no shame in it. But your your fight or flight is going off the rails at this point. And the idea of handling one more thing just is going to send you into, into a tailspin. Here's Here's the way to handle that. So you don't feel safe. Your fight or flight is going off because you don't feel safe. So the way that you combat that is to 
start creating an area that you feel safe. And I understand there's so many ways. I I don't want to get into it on this one, but we can, if, if anybody's interested, we can do a whole other podcast about it. But the way you start is you create a safe space somewhere, someplace that you feel safe, some people and anything else, you just, you got to block out of your life because you're so into this fight or flight mode of like handling so much that the idea of trying anything new, it's just too overwhelming. You can't do it. So you almost have to create this bubble. It's a very fine line between creating a bubble of feeling safe so that you, your, your brain, your body can relax. That is, that's needed. You have to have that. Most people have that on a regular basis. They feel very calm. They go home. They maybe watch some Netflix. They feel relaxed. If you can't do that, like nothing you do makes you feel calm. That's your first step. Forget about handling change. That's, that's not what we're doing right now. Your goal right now is to create a space that you feel safe in, that you can come home. You can shut your brain off. Everything can just shut off. You can relax. And this can take a while. This, especially if you've been in fight or flight for a really, really long time, you need rest. You need to calm down. You need to create that bubble where you constantly feel safe. And if once you have, now you can start adding little bits and the balance is finding this amazing safe, finding the safe space and then creating change to, to add variety to your life. You have to have both the consistency and the stability, but also the variety. It has to happen. Otherwise you get super bored in that bubble. And then what's the point of life? Like now you're bored. What's the point? Nothing's ever going to change. But if you do too much, well, now you're anxious all the time because you're freaking out because everything's changed. There's no stability. So make sure if that's where you're at, start with the bubble, start with safety, especially if you had a crazy childhood. If your childhood was toxic and crazy and all over the place and maybe even downright like abusive, start with feeling safe because that is what's going to regulate your nervous system. And there's diets, there's exercise, there's hypnotherapy, there's, there's herbs, there's so much stuff, breath work, like all this stuff that you can start to create a safe space and to to get those really intrusive thoughts out of your head. But now if you want to start adding change, you're going to do it little bit by little bit because that's important because you can't just stay in the bubble all the time. Now life's boring. But if you just try to do one or the other, it's too much. So the last thing that I want to talk about We've talked about being indifferent to other people's opinions, knowing your rules, creating a safe space. These are all extremely important. But the last thing is I want you to really create the mindset and the skill set. That's all this is. Mindset and skill set together, that's all you're dealing with. If you can't handle change, you either need to build the skill set or you need to change your mindset. That's it. That's all we are dealing with in anything, anything you want to do, it's either mindset, mindset or skill set. And a skill set is just putting it into practice. And if you can't put it into practice, now you got to change your mindset. And now those, those thoughts in your head, the shifting needs to happen, 
What are we thinking? Are we believing other people's opinions? What are we dealing with? That's all skill. That's all mindset is. All right. I love you guys. I'm so excited to be back and to, to start these again. Um, I'm so appreciative, truly so appreciative of everybody who listens and downloads and interacts with me on social media. And I love you guys and we will see you next time.